You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome. This is episode 36 of Two Girls Talking. I'm Katie Kiley from 97.1 The River, Atlanta's Classic Hits. I do the afternoon drive show there. And I'm here with my good buddy, Melissa Ruggieri, the music critic for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. She also does the music scene blog on AJC.com. We're Two Girls Talking. Today, doing something a little bit different, but still involved in music. Yeah. We've talked to Carrie Renee Fuller. Fuller. Yes. Who plays Grizabella in the touring company of Cats. And this is a new national tour that kicked off in January, and it's going to go until next July so far. It's open-ended, she told us, but right now it's booked through July. So if you haven't seen it, if you've never seen Cats, this is really the time for you to see Cats. Oh, my gosh. Because lots of people like us (laughs) love Cats. We love the animals. We love the show. We love the music. We love everything about it. We love Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. We love Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. I know a lot of people who feel the exact opposite about Cats. And, you know, I understand that everybody has their own taste. They find it a little schmaltzy. And the story is, as Carrie told us, you know, it's a little it's so uncomplicated. But when you think about it too much, it doesn't really make that much sense. So it's best not to think about it. Well, it's based on T.S. Eliot. Right. Uh, the book of what's the name? The book of cats. Is that it? But the funny thing is, is that I actually had a couple of guys on Facebook say to me, they didn't know that I knew already what the show was based on. Mm-hmm. But they said, read the book of cats. It's very it's, good. Yeah, I've it's never Old read Possum's it. Book of Practical Cats is the full Have name Have you read it. that? I read it a long time ago, back when I was really getting into cats. So it was the first Broadway soundtrack I ever really got into as a preteen. So the show opened in Broadway 82, I believe. And right after that, that I think maybe my sister again, you know, may have got the soundtrack, got the soundtrack and then I started listening to it so I got really into it so then when I got a little older I read the book but you know that was I, I've that got was to do it ago. this time I think because <laughs> we're going to see yeah. it in just a few days at the Fox Theater here in Atlanta but it's going to be touring yes when I think about the first time that I saw it not knowing anything about mm-hmm. the music it was a brand new show when I saw it and not knowing anything I'm like what are they saying when they're singing about Jellicle Cat right. the names Mistopheles the all these things that you're just, <laughs> and you know what it didn't matter because the makeup the preening that all these people do as cats the way they all just inhabit move like cats yes yeah. the acting the music the stage setup the costumes the dancing it's a phenomenal show it's like if you can just go and relax and not think too hard about it right you will totally enjoy it. And then you could get into learning a little bit more about what it's about, which I still don't know what it's about. I know, right? <laughs> Except well, for this character of Grizabella, which I, Carrie plays. With the movie coming out later this year, Idris Elba's in the movie and he was on a talk show the other night and, and Stephen Colbert asked him like to explain the plot of Cats and he looked kind of blank for a second and sort of stuttered and stammered his way through. Well, and, and I guess it is a very simple thing. All these cats get together every year. Old Deuteronomy, Old Deuteronomy is is the overseer of all the cats 
And they all make their bid as to why they should be, I guess, kind of reincarnated, really, isn't it? Maybe it's like their 10th life? Yeah, yes. Maybe (laughs) their 10th life, exactly. And they all have different personalities. But, of course, you know, the thing that everybody goes to see cats to see or to hear (laughs) is Memory, which is the most iconic song probably from really any musical, I would say. I think if you ask somebody who knew nothing about Broadway to name three Broadway songs, Memory is absolutely going to be in there. Well, and I was lucky enough. My brother was an actor at the time mm-hmm. in New York, and so he had friends that were in Cats, and this was 1982 or three when it was first on Broadway. And so he couldn't afford to get tickets for both of us, and he said, I'll get you a seat. I was in like the 10th row, was sitting where one of the cats popped out. You know, <laughs> right I had beginning. no preconceived <laughs> idea about this, except it was about cats. Didn't know any of the songs. And Betty Buckley's voice, I recognized her voice and just thought that is that woman up there dressed like a cat. And that's her singing that. And so to hear her sing Memory, and that was my first time ever hearing it or seeing it live, was just astounding. And that's why talking to somebody that plays that part of Grizabella is so much fun for us to talk to Carrie. And she's only 26, Carrie. So Playing this old cat that's life has been eked out of her. and Right. I mean, Grizabella is the outcast. You know, she was the cat that was the glamour cat. And then because of just the way life rolled on for her. she was a hoe bag. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Whatever her background is. (laughs) Whatever her background is. We'll call her an outcast. Just be nice about it. You know, Every cat has her story. <laughs> That's what I envision Grizabella is to be. But, but to me, every time I've seen Grizabella, you know, there's just this sense of sadness because yes. oh, yeah. you know that she had a life. She had a beautiful life. And this is what she's become. She's kind of shabby. And, you know, again, it's weird as people who know cats and love cats as animals. You've seen those cats. You know, you see the stray cat walking through the neighborhood who looks like she's seen a lot in her life. And that's really what <laughs> Grizabella is. But the show is just fun, really. And the costumes and the makeup and and. We were surprised to find out from Carrie that they do their own makeup. She said she does her own makeup. That used to take something? her 90 minutes. Now she's about six months into the show, and she's down to about 30 minutes, she said, to, Isn't that cool? to do all that. And um, she also told us another funny story about how she was just putting on lipstick recently for another performance having nothing to do with cats. And she was putting on her lipstick the way she puts on her cat lipstick outside of her mouth because she's just so used to doing it that way. So it kind of sticks with you, I guess, everything about this show. Yeah, it's it's wonderful, wonderful. And it was a real treat for us to talk to this Well, it was Well, it was cool to talk to her also about the movie because we've only seen the trailer so far and she of course has seen the same trailer and she said she's gotten feedback from people because you and I had talked about Jennifer Hudson playing Grizabella and you had noticed or noted more than I it didn't it bothered you more than it bothered me I think just the performance of that snippet of Jennifer Hudson doing memory that you didn't really like it it is interesting to hear her explanation as to why she thinks Jennifer because Hudson that is doing song it that has way. got to be spot on I wonder if it's going to be different for the movie now I wonder they got so much feedback mm-hmm. apparently on that trailer mm-hmm. that they showed showed that people thought the cats were so creepy looking that they actually have gone back to make some changes. They did that with another cartoon movie recently, too. Yeah. I can't remember. It was something with the teeth on a little critter that, that people were freaked out about that they went back and changed. You know, I think there's probably this hesitation in movie studios of how early do we release these trailers? Because if you do it too soon, then you get the people who go, this is horrible. This looks terrible. Look, this I is didn't scary. even know, you know cats was coming out in movie form. I know. I'm the one who told you yes. I know. I was I like, know. I can't believe I just saw that. And it was, yeah. It, and actually, I thought it looked really great until I saw I saw Jennifer Hudson and then I heard her voice and I went, wait, she's got one of the greatest voices ever. And it didn't sound the way I wanted it to sound. It just so. looks bonkers to me. Yeah. And it, I will, of course, go see it because of all these things we talked about, about the music. And I enjoy the story for what it is. But that cast is 
tremendous. Amazing, yes. You've, you've got, you know, Ian McKellen and Judy Dench playing Old Deuteronomy. I mean, you have a woman playing Old Deuteronomy and Idris Elba and Taylor Swift has a role in it as well and Jennifer Hudson. So I think they're going to get a lot of people who are going to go see the movie out of the curiosity factor of the actors who were involved, and they might walk out of it going, what the heck was that? But, well, just know. <laughs> suspend some... Yes, a lot of disbelief. Yes. You, you do. And and you have to do that with a, a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals, I think. And that's just part of what they are. But I like the schmaltzy music that goes along with Cats and a Love lot of it. his other shows. I, I get it that there are other people It's a beautiful show. It's beautiful. It yeah. just is very uplifting. It is. And it's cool just to see the movement of the dancers. And Carrie told us, you know, she doesn't Really have to dance a whole lot, and this is playing Grisabelle. That's the benefit of playing the old cat. Yes. <laughs> There's not a lot of movement. You I guess. Lot, you're not as fast <laughs> on your feet, right? <laughs> but still, what a fun role to be able to play. And so, if you haven't seen it, this is a great chance to see it. It's going to be on the road at least through next July. It's playing everywhere around the country, so you've got lots of opportunities no matter where you live. And and, and it's so cool that Betty Buckley's back on the road too. And Hello Dolly, right now. I hope when it comes I here, she's that. still in it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I just love her so much. Yeah. So and I love have Hello Dolly. I saw that with that. Miller yep, me too. A couple of years ago. That yeah. was worth every penny of that expensive ticket I bought. <laughs> so please, if you're sitting here going, y'all normally talk about rock and roll, just give us this because it's interesting to hear about a person that's been on Broadway. She was in Waitress on Broadway most recently mm-hmm. and is now playing Grizabella on the touring company for Cats. And she's she's got to be a super talent. I can't wait to see her next week. Carrie Renee Fuller. Let's hear her. You just came off of Broadway not too long ago from Waitress and you're going to be playing yeah. Grizabella. And... Just tell us a little bit about playing that particular role, since it is such an iconic role, and the fact that she's kind of known as the cat that has seen better days, but yet has a lot more humanity in playing her, right? Right, absolutely, because there's, of course, so many amazing storylines that you can follow throughout the show, but without the story of Grizabella and without the character of Grizabella, there's not the story of redemption that I think a lot of the audience members truly resonate with, especially now in 2019, you know? And what's interesting, too, with this show is they've updated it in lots of ways. They've got new lighting and new choreography. And do you think that people yeah. who have come to see, cat, see Cats a lot, because you've got that fan club that's seen it a million times, but would, <laughs> do you think they'll notice what the, some of the changes are? I think that they will notice that something is different. But I think that they will still have the amazing feelings and responses that they've always had with cats, especially previous generations that have not seen this reiteration of it, this more refreshed choreography for 2019. I think at least from the feedback I've gotten from amazing audience members so far, they've seen it time and time again. They still love it just as much. And when you have those people come up to you after a show, are you seeing lots of demographics? Are you seeing people yes. you know, through the generations? Yeah, it's really incredible. That's my, Those are my favorite stage story stories and my favorite people to meet are, you know, the grandparents that saw the original production, mm-hmm. who, you know, brought their kids to see also the original production, but a few years later. And then the kids, like the grandchildren now that are seeing it for the very first time, and they're just full of wonder and they're like, oh, this spectacle, oh, the cat. Oh, they come into the audience. <laughs> that was one of the things that surprised me the most was sitting in the audience one time. I was lucky enough to sit close. And boy, one of those cats popped up right next to me with those glowing eyes. I was like, yep. whoa. <laughs> oh, there have been screams. We have, I dance in the opening number. I'm one of the 
we're kind of hearkening back to the original productions where the Grizabella actually did dance in the opening number. I am backstage like stretching and during the overture where the cats enter with the green eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, they scream. People scream. (laughs) They don't expect it. Right. They're not ready. (laughs) So my first time of seeing cats, I was lucky enough to be in the audience and recognize the great Betty Buckley's voice. I had no idea she was in it. I was like 20 years old and and I got to see her play it. And it makes me wonder, of all the times I've seen this, probably a dozen times seen the show, I've never been disappointed by that beautiful song <laughs> memory. But nobody's quite held the candle to her. What is it like for you to be singing that, especially at such a young age and it's such an iconic song? Oh, man. I still get so nervous. <laughs> do you really? Every... Yes, I really do. Like, genuinely, I do. And I, of course... I'm nervous because I want to do a great job for the people that are seeing the show and that have seen the show before that would compare just naturally. But I think first and foremost, I think it is strictly I want to do a great job because I truly do admire the piece and I do believe that it is one of the greatest songs in music theater history. And I'm I'm just very lucky, and I just want to make sure that it comes across. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's got to. The thing that's really great is Melissa and I talking to you, and we get to talk to a lot of musicians and singers and people. There's no way they would have cast you in this unless you're just <laughs> yeah. a great talent. We can't wait to see you do this next week. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. And now, of course, everybody's a little more interested in Cats in general because of the movie coming out later this year. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think of the trailer? Have you seen it? <laughs> I have seen it. I've seen it a couple times and just random amazing cat fans will reach out to me on Instagram and they always ask me, have you seen the trailer? And they're like, what do you think? And truly, I am very excited to see it. I think that it is going to be a different storytelling of the show, which we don't actually get to delve into with our production because in the movie, they are doing the show from the viewpoint of Victoria, the white cat. Mm -hmm. And I think that it'll just be a pretty cool way to retell the iconic story that we've always loved. So I'm excited. And I guess you'll be paying special attention to Jennifer Hudson and her (laughs) performance. Yes, I will. I will. I admire her so much. And I'm, Whenever I heard that she was playing the role in the movie, I was like, great. So I've got to live up to Betty. I've got to live up to Elaine Page. Now well, I've got to live up to Jennifer Hudson. Not trying to be ne- I'm not trying to be negative, but I know the show so well, and I love it so well that when I saw the preview, I was like, I was not blown away by her voice. I felt like it was kind of wobbly. Like, it's such yeah, a... Yeah, I've gotten that feedback, actually, from a lot of people. My mother, of course, is like, oh, why aren't you playing the role? <laughs> That's right. Of course, right. <laughs> what do you think is the... Deal, though, because, you know, really, that's so important that that song is so well done. And yeah. I was a little shocked they even let that trailer go out with it sounding like I that. I think truly what I think it is, is there are many different ways to approach any song, of course. But this song in particular, it is such a difficult thing, not because it's a hard song to sing, but if you're infusing it with the right emotion. And if you're infusing it with the amount of emotion of emotion that you truly need to tell the story, then it is incredibly difficult. And I think that it, you can approach it from strictly a vocal standpoint or strictly an acting standpoint. And I think for this particular piece in the trailer, I think that they leaned more towards the acting standpoint, which is why, mm-hmm. you know, it's Grisabella's lowest moment that we've seen so far and probably the lowest moment she's ever had 
whether we've seen it or not. And I think that that is truly why it sounds a lot more unstable is because it's been the direction given to her is, you know, act really hard and, Mm -hmm. you know, be really sad like every other Grizabella. But I think that there's a happy medium between the vocal approach and the acting approach. And that's what I try and hit when I sing the song. And that's a really good point about it being kind of more actorly because you can see it in just that little snippet that we see in the trailer that it's not right. the usual big J-HUD voice, you know? It's it's more about the yeah. acting of what the scene that she's doing. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting perspective on but that. But it's also such an emotional... I, I it really that is. When you're talking about that, and that's why you've got to be really good to be able to walk that line. I mean, that's what I feel like because I think that people expect that to be one of the greatest experiences they're well, going to ever have with live music. I would consider myself like a belter in music theater, which is, you know, like the style of singing that's, you know, loud and high and like very, you know, alphabet-esque from Wicked or memory. Grizabella was a, she was a like early in music theater belter, you know, and in order to really affect people emotionally and on a visceral standpoint, the amount of emotion that you have to have makes it such a difficult song. Like, I will come home and I'm physically exhausted just because of memory. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. I mean, do, you, do you go right off stage after you sing? I can't, I'm trying to remember how the, sh- I, the point of the show. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the tribe actually does choose me to have the new life. Oh. And I actually fly off stage. They fly me off stage. You and get then your I, own wicked moment. <laughs> I do. I do. I get or my John own, Bon Jovi you know, moment. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm afraid of heights. It was a lot to get used to. But, you know, here we are. I've grown. <laughs> so you get you. First of all, you're in the spaceship thing that goes up. high, And then, they, no, you're. I guess you're not if they're going to fly you up. Or do they? I'm actually not. Okay. So we have, this is kind of a behind the scenes thing. Yeah. So we actually have a tire that rises that is the typical, like, this is the same set that they toured with, like, I believe upwards of 10 years ago. Yeah. And so it's, it is kind of like a weird tire spaceship that rises <laughs> and moves forward. But they have actually attached me to a FOI device which is just two wires that clip to a harness I have on, mm. and they fly me up into the rafters and off stage. Oh, that, you're off brave, the tire. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that might have been a deal breaker for me. <laughs> like, oh, I want this roll so badly, well, but wait, what are we doing? The audience has got to I did not know that I was going to be doing that when I got the role. <laughs> well, no wonder you're exhausted after the song. <laughs> you got to go through that song. Really, it's almost like Defying Gravity yes. and Wicked. I mean, you have to go through the big number in the show, and then you get whisked up yeah. into the rafters. <laughs> I'd pass Just out. inhaling all of the, like, right. soaked machine smoke. <laughs> oh, that's, that is awesome. Wow. I can't that's, wait to see that. I know. That's very cool. So, now, the show I know, the, the national tour kicked off in January. Their date's booked into next July, I believe, uh, at least from yes. the website. Are you going to be with the show all this time? That is kind of up for discussion. Mm-hmm. I do know that the tour is open-ended. I'm still kind of trying to figure that out. I don't yeah. really know. We'll see if they want to continue with me as their Grizabella and then kind of take it from there. 
Cool. Well, you're in Chicago now. You'll be in Atlanta next week and get to at least spend a few days here. Not quite as long as you've been Yay. in Chicago, but have you been to Atlanta <laughs> I'm excited before? excited for Atlanta. Yeah. I've never been. You've oh, never been? Okay. Well, I've never been. I've only heard amazing things, though. Like, all of the friends that have toured before and have gone through Atlanta, or even friends that have just visited Atlanta in general, they cannot speak highly enough of it. I just hope you get some decent weather. <laughs> I hope so, too. It's going to be I hot. So. I would like to experience the city. Hot yeah. and humid, but not unlike New York this time of the Year, yeah, so, right. Yeah. But yeah. not quite as nice as Chicago right now. So <laughs> just be yeah, we have, we're right. The, our hotel that we're staying at here in Chicago is right by the lake, so you get that nice breeze. Yeah. So it's never too brutal. <laughs> yeah. Chicago, I, they had that weird heat wave a few weeks ago, but you know, typically in the summer, it's pretty bearable, <laughs> at least compared yeah, to Atlanta. And also, so. I'm from Oklahoma. Like, right. 100 and, you know, 15 degree temperatures are kind of normal there in the summer. So That's oh true. Gosh. I guess it's kind of brutal everywhere, but, but at least you'll yeah. find some, hopefully find some cool things to do while you're here in town. So. <laughs> And you'll love the Fox Theater. It's yes, our favorite the Fox place. Is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've heard it's so epic, guys. I cannot wait for that theater. I've heard it's so beautiful. It, it is. is. It's it a is. very. We're all very proud and protective of it. We love it. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. As you should be. There she is, Carrie Renee Fuller. What she's got to be quite the talent. I can't wait to see her. And you can understand why she said she's exhausted by every night after she sings that song yes. and, and then gets whisked away and everything. So amazing. It sounds like it's a great production too. So yeah. you got lots of chances. Go see it. Can't wait. We're off next week, but then we're going to be talking to a friend of mine that's actually in a touring group of Fleetwood Mac, a tribute band called Rumors. Mm-hmm. And they are really good. They go all over the country. And let's find out what it's like to be Stevie Nicks. That's a really cool gig, a actually. A version of Stevie yeah. Nicks. This girl is so talented. I've known her since she was a little girl. I'm looking forward to hearing what she has to say about being in a tribute band and the challenges that come along with that when you've got diehard fans of whatever the band is. Yes, that you're, and what they have to <laughs> and say And the singer about you're it. emulating and everything. So we'll have a pretty good interview with her, I'm sure, for when we get back from vacation. Absolutely. Have a great week. See you next time. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.